Hey everyone, welcome back to On Purpose, the number one health podcast in the world. And I'm here today with none other than Willow and Janavi to talk about their new collaborative EP, Rise. Willow is a singer, songwriter, actress, and record producer. She's well known for her 2010 hit single, Whip My Hair, and has appeared in several films. I'm also drawn to so much of her new music today, which is absolutely phenomenal. And her album, Willow, is a repeated album in my car. And Janavi is a musician known for her Kirtan music and is a presenter on BBC Radio's Something Understood program and her Pause for Thought. And she is a long-term friend. I've known her for over 15 years and we have served together in so many wonderful ways. And today I'm talking with both of them about their newly released EP that they collaborated on together. Willow and Janavi actually met through my wife and I last year when they came to our home for an event and we were doing the launch of Red Table Talk season two. And it's just turned into this beautiful family, community, and atmosphere. So I'm so excited for this episode. So excited for you to hear it. Today is a very special episode for a million reasons. I'm going to start with a couple to get going with. This is the first time that Radhi and I are going to do an interview together. So this is fun. And there's a special, special reason for why we're doing it together. Because today we're interviewing two of our dearest friends, incredibly talented, the most creative, who have launched a brand new EP called Rise, which we cannot (laughs) wait for you to hear. It is none other than Willow and Janavi Harrison. For having us. Thank you. Uh, we're, we're so grateful to be with both of you. I'm so excited to have you both here. We're both so excited to have so you excited. have you here. And just excited to just have this whole energy yeah, here, which yeah. we have anyway yeah. all day long. Yes, and yes. so why not bring it into an interview? Yes, so Radhi's gonna go with the first question, actually. I am. Let me get my uh <laughs> yes, Jay Shetty vibe on. Okay, so Willow and Janavi, tell me, <laughs> uh, tell me about the first time you guys made your music together. Oh, Ooh, well, that would be Surrender. Yes. Mm. Um, I, I was. I just have to put it out there. I was super nervous the first time we got in the studio together because you know, listening to your music and seeing you doing Kirtan, it was a level of. Um, a level of like channeling that I had never seen another musician have. Mm. Um, and so I was just like wanting to be worthy, like so badly to be able to make music with you. Um, so that was my, <laughs> that was my initial emotion um, when, when we first started making music together. Mm. Yeah. I, was, I was probably feeling the same yeah. way. <laughs> um, it was, it was, it was actually such a magical experience. And um, just as it worked out, I was only in LA for about, I think, like eight, nine days. Mm-hmm. And we only managed to actually get together in the studio the night before I was flying out. Yep. So we knew we had like six hours or so, or actually we had as much time as we wanted, but we could only meet in the evening. Exactly. So we were like, okay, there's only so long we're going to go for. Mm-hmm. And, but there was just 
such a special energy, actually. We had met up and we had practiced something. And I was nervous, too, because I find the studio can be a lot of pressure and... You Especially don't, when there's not like a idea that's already set. Exactly. Yeah. We didn't have a finished composition or anything, but I think both of us were just feeling excited to work together and we were like, let's just see what happens. Let's exactly. just have fun with this. And if it's not anything, we'll just have had a fun experience totally. and we can work on it another time. And we got so absorbed in it <laughs> and it just was flowing. And, and I remember that, you know, it was around midnight when we yeah. finished. We were like, okay, let's, let's listen to the whole thing now. And we were just standing there and Willow was like, we were, like, <laughs> <laughs> we were delirious at this point. Yeah, we, we've been we were, working for six we hours We were tired, straight. but we were, we were just, and then we came out of the studio and we were like, what was that? Exactly. What just happened? That was so beautiful. And that it was just so natural. Yeah. So, um, and it's very rare yeah. that I have those kind of like mm. synergistic, is that a word? Yeah. yeah. Um, experiences with other artists because artists are so, um, I know I'm very opinionated <laughs> and <laughs> I have uh, very outlandish ideas. And sometimes the push and pull of that can be kind of um, uncomfortable. But for me and Janavi, it was like, second nature from the yeah. from the start it felt like old old friends and a, and a, and even though we're so different in many ways we there was just this feeling of ease and understanding which is it's like that's what you always hope for in collaboration with mm -hmm. other artists so yeah we were like we have to do this again yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i love that the reason it's so special as well is that Radhi and I both absolutely adore you individually in your yeah. own music. So like we would be in a car yeah. and we'd be playing and listening Wait to you, Willa. Yeah. Like we'd yeah. just be listening to your music. <laughs> and then I've known Janavi now for 15 years. And so I've always been attracted to yeah. her music and, and the way she creates and how devotional it is. Mm -hmm. And so for us to see you both together... Magic. ...is just, it's, it's so fulfilling. So I want to ask you both, and we're going to uncover all the layers as we go along, but... I also, just before you start, I also just want to thank you both... Yes. ...for bringing us together. Round of applause. <laughs> you guys were meant to meet either way. Like, yeah. whether it was through us or whether it was through another way, there was 100%, like, you guys were meant to meet. This was mm. meant to happen, and um, everybody needed this in their life. So I think it was just, happened to be us, but it would have been somewhere, somehow it would have happened, because... But I, but I think you, you, you need to take credit, yes. some credit because <laughs> it's because of what you... Leave it, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't want to take it, I'll take it. Yeah. But I think you're both, Carry on, you're, 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 you're both such special people that you, you attract such wonderful souls all around you. And mm. you're always, I think it's probably going to happen throughout your lives yes. that you're making these beautiful connections. So... Yeah, we were, we were both, we always talk about that. We're so grateful yeah. that you Aww. introduced us. Yeah. It's just selfish, really, because I really wanted some like new music of yours <laughs> to do. Which and I'm just going to bring together. <laughs> no, yeah, we, thank you. Fun. You guys are both really sweet. Like, we, we love you for that. And we're, we're loving seeing both of your collaboration mm -hmm. and friendship mm -hmm. and our friendship all blossoming right. because of this yeah. devotional connect that we all have. And mm -hmm. I want to ask you, what did you, what have you both learned from each other in this process mm. and it can be musical or non-musical it can be anywhere you want to go with it mm. a lot of things <laughs> you I'll, uh, yeah I'll, I'll say uh, I, I feel I've learned so much from Willow I think one of the one of the very obvious things about the process of working together was our different um just different like pace and yeah. way of approaching creative work um and Willow's obviously had 
so much more experience as a recording artist, um, as a composer. Mm-hmm. You know, you've you've recorded so much and composed your own, written your own songs. Mm-hmm. And for me, um, even though I have recorded music, it's still it's still something I get very nervous about because most of what I do is is sort of live meditation yes, experiences. Yes. So, but I, we hadn't worked together that much apart from that one song. So I didn't really know Willow's sort of style. Especially with production. Yeah. <laughs> and the first day I was like, I was taken aback. I was like, wow, Willow's so confident about, you know, what she's looking for in the sound and also fast pace. And mm. I, I tend to be quite slow, too slow sometimes. Like people are always wanting me to make decisions faster. So although it was like, by the end of it, I was like, wow, this has really pushed me creatively in such a mm. wonderful way. Initially, I, I was like, no. I know, I know. I was, I was trying to not, like. <laughs> not in a bad way, not in a scary way, but it, it was just like, you know, when you, you, you're just like, oh, okay, I, I'm going to be growing here. Yeah, I'm going to learn exactly. something it here. Yeah, it took yeah. me up a gear. Um, but I love that. I, you know, I, I was sharing with someone the other day that it's just Willow's approach is so it, I feel it's the ideal artistic approach which wow. is which is to be Thank you. yeah it's it's to be um curious and not overly controlling of the of the end result like it's really to discover mm-hmm. to for the studio to be a space of exploration rather than like I want to have this specific thing and it can't mm. be anything other than that. Totally. It's it's a very playful and curious approach. And I think I can tend to be more focused on like, okay, but it has to be just like this. So yeah, but by the end of it, I just felt like, wow, I'm ready to be just more fearless in, in creating and more open to what I could discover. That's just one thing. <laughs> There's many more, but I'll, I I'll let that. you. I think, you know, I would even almost say like, the inverse like i i felt in times that i was overshooting and like kind of getting lost in the oh, but what about this and we could do this and maybe it's this and like i felt like jonavi was really instrumental in like kind of bringing grounding me and being like okay what's the intention behind this mm. like i know you like that sound but yeah. why are we using that sound <laughs> you know what i mean like what's the int- where does that sound go in the song what is that sound going to say mm. like what's the intention of this so mm. her, like your intentionality with everything you, you might think that it's sometimes a hindrance but i think it's a blessing because you know you know in your heart of hearts what every single um instrument and every single lyric means to you Mm. um and you're not just throwing things at the wall like let's see if this sticks and maybe this you know what i mean and i think those two approaches um they just complete each other Mm. in a really nice way um as they say opposites attract yes (laughs) and i think that this was a case of that definitely Both of you together and individually, what was your intention for the music that you were creating together? I always want my music to bring people closer to themselves, make them feel um, like they're like they're learning something, or there or there's a thought that's being planted um, that grows over time. Um, and listening to Jonavi's music, that's exactly how I felt. And then seeing it live, it was like, okay, 
how can I just bottle this? Yeah. <laughs> just to, like, I just want to have this. Obviously, it's that's the beautiful nature of it because you can't bottle it and you can't just have it. That's why it's beautiful. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think that going into it, that was my... And I had never made a devotional album before. Yeah. So I was even extra excited to explore that different part of me mm -hmm. and what I could do with, with this new... You know, mm -hmm. with this new path in my life. Yeah. I think also just just speaking from having heard you do it and just hearing you talk about it when we're all having lunch or when we're hanging out and just I feel like your intention was so pure for yeah. it. Like from the moment that you first heard devotional music, I remember the first time it was we were doing a session and then I was like, Oh, oh yeah. crap, I can't sing. And then and Radhi can sing, but she chooses not to. <laughs> and then we were like, oh, let's play Janavi on, on our phone. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's the first time we all meditated mm -hmm. in that way. And then there's Willow on the floor. Yeah. I know, just like, <laughs> oh, my oh my goodness. <laughs> like just fully with your heart open, yeah. like ready to receive. And that's yeah. the one thing about you, like, and actually on that note, when you were even thinking about doing this album, I feel like from what Janvi has told me and even experiencing from you, you wanted to get things so right. Yes. So whether it was your pronunciation Ooh. or whether it was like, oh, what does this word actually mean? Yes. Like, oh, how is this word used? Like you really want to mm -hmm. understand the depths. You're not just trying to And that say, journey, yeah. I, I want it to continue and I want to keep nourishing that. Yeah, which... Um, because... Just through this music, I've I've found such a deep love for just mm -hmm. the bhakti tradition yeah. in general, um, and I'm just so excited to just dive deeper into that and and learn more and just just broaden my horizon yeah. in my in my in that devotional sense. Which yeah. is so beautiful. Like you want depth. You don't just want you know just like oh this sounds really good. Exactly. You know you really wanted to understand it and feel it in you so that other people can feel it. Definitely. And I think that makes a difference. Like both of you feel it so deeply and you've experienced it mm -hmm. in different ways. So you're trying to share that experience with other people. But you can only share an experience that you've had yourself. Exactly. Um, and so I think you really feel that through both of your music and through your words and Thank it you. comes from your heart. Mm -hmm. So, Thank but you. I have enough yeah. for me. Your turn. No, I think that definitely that was our desire to, to try to capture the essence of what that is. This yeah. this experience with mantra, with sacred sound, and share it in a way that makes it a, that little bit more accessible for yes. people who haven't experienced it before. So that's manifest in the form of you know these songs, like the typical mantra session might be like half an hour, an hour, and you're singing the same thing over and over again. That might be very daunting for someone who's mm. never experienced that before. So one of our mantra tracks is two minutes long. And, yeah. and, and some of our songs are, you know, touching on stories or themes from the bhakti tradition, but they're more in a kind of typical song format yes. with, you know, a couple of verses, a bridge like mm. that. So it's something familiar, but it's conveying something of this uh, deep, authentic tradition. Mm. And so I, I think it's very natural that when something profoundly affects your life and touches your heart and is a, is offers a space of shelter and upliftment, you want to share it with other people. Yeah. So that's what we we want to just give it as a gift, you know, if yeah. we can. And I I really treasure the fact that we both had that same intention, and mm. it makes working on anything just a complete joy yeah. because you feel you feel so aligned and you know and that trust was really there like yeah. we both knew our intentions mm -hmm. 
And so, you know, trying to do things over long distance because of COVID and, you know, having to make decisions maybe without one another because of time yeah. differences. And, you know, that trust was always there because we knew that our intentions were the same. Yeah. Which is also probably why what you were saying before about how your differences actually didn't make a difference in a negative way, mm-hmm. because you both have such a deep rooted intention mm-hmm. that even if... And we're saying you guys did, but even if there was something that you're like, oh gosh, like, exactly. but as soon as you take yourself back to the intention, you guys were like, oh. And there were a couple of those matter. things. Yeah, yeah. of there course, were. naturally. Yeah. Which could bring feuds to people, but because of how deep rooted everything was for you, mm-hmm. it kind of just didn't hit that strongly. It was. Yeah, we we just we just had to talk talk it through. I remember we had. Yeah a long phone call because we were trying to do we were trying to do creative things over over long distance mm-hmm. and there were other artists that were involved and you know we just had to call each other and just be like man like yeah. <laughs> this is really hard <laughs> like and that was that was really healing for both of us i feel mm. um yeah. just to be able to express that to one another mm. and to be able to like kind of come back and be like this is why we're doing this yeah. let's not stress about something in a material sense yeah. um because that's not why we're doing it anyway mm. so uh, that was a good convo yeah. Mm. yeah that was wonderful and and even i was i would say even in terms of the musicality of what we were doing like you know willow was was taking the role of producer and um and I, I know I've, it takes me a lot to sort of sometimes break out of the box of the sound of what I, what I do, which is often rooted quite in the traditional uh, origins of the kirtan tradition. So um, I remember we were playing with different sounds and with, you know, b- kind of bass sounds and electronic <laughs> sounds. And, and Willow was getting so excited on the little sampler. And, <laughs> and, I, was, and I was just sitting behind her like, okay, let's see, let's where, this see goes. where this goes. But I always, you know, initially I was like, okay, let's see. But then I really felt a sense of trust because I knew, as we've said, that we were both aiming for people to have this um, heart connection with yes. the music. So I was like... I, I'm going to see where Willow takes it. And I trust, you know, we're both aiming for the same space. Mm. And that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And there a were a lot of things that at first seemed to you to be like, oh, that sound <laughs> yeah. is a little yeah. deep. That's a deep bass. Yeah. And I'm like, but trust like, me, John and B, people are going to hear this and go, oh, it's going to hit right in their chest. And mm. then you hear it and then you're like, oh, wow. Like, yeah. I see. I see this. So. And I feel that. Exactly. Feel that. And it's such a like, sorry, no ego. Uh-huh. No, I'm just going to say how you guys are even communicating now. You can just see there's no ego involved in it. It's like, you're like, yeah, you were right. And you're like, yeah, you were right. And, <laughs> and just the communication. I imagine it's so difficult, even in relationships it's it's sometimes difficult even if you've known someone for such a long time totally. to, you're sometimes scared of saying something that you think might hurt their feelings totally. but um you know you guys have built such an honest you've built a foundation on honesty and integrity and so it's easy for you guys to communicate because you know where that person's coming from yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. i think it's a really important part of the story that you guys created this during covid during lockdown Definitely. being in different parts of the world for a big part of this work mm coming together for a very short part of it. Mm. It's like you created a really collaborative piece at a time when the music's needed most, mm-hmm. at a time when it's actually difficult to be collaborative <laughs> and creative. Definitely. Like the way, the relationship you guys built, just to anyone who's listening or watching right now, it's fun to watch you both just go back and forth. But to think about the fact that you've actually done this at a time when you weren't always in the same room, I, I think that's a really important thing to honor. Mm. And, and what I'm intrigued by now is to, to, to understand from both of you and to hear from both of you about your own journey. So Willa, we'll start with you in terms of 
tell us about your own journey. You've been sharing so much more about mental health, yeah. anxiety, mm-hmm. your own healing, always through your music, but Definitely. also through your words. Tell us about your journey towards wanting to do more, even more healing, devotional music that you felt is going to help people this year because this collaboration you both created this yeah. year was truly wanting to help people 100%. with the pain that everyone's been going through. So tell us a bit about your journey to that over the last, you know, decade. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a lot. Um, I mean, I don't want to go into like my whole life story, but um, I mean, is that what I'm... Is We're that, listening. <laughs> should I do that or should I... <laughs> Wherever your heart wants to go. We're okay. with you. We're with you the whole way. Whatever you genuinely feel like sharing from the heart. Totally. Yeah. Um, so my first interest in, you know, the lifestyle of just integrity and spirituality and meditation, um, I was introduced to that at a very young age. Um, my mother had a bunch of beautiful um, art pieces and books about Hindu gods and goddesses. And I would just sit on the floor of her meditation room and just like look at these beautiful photos and read, you know, about the sentiments of these gods and goddesses. And from a very young age, I was so encapsulated by that and so inspired by that. Um, And, you know, fast forward to, you know, me doing all the way my hair stuff and being a (laughs) pop star and, and having to realize that that's not the content that I wanted to put out into the world. That's, that's not really the person that I wanted to be. Um, And that was a really difficult decision to make. What made you realize that? (sighs) Um, I would go out and I would be with peers, like Mm -hmm. kids my age, and I would just be stopped and constantly, oh, that's the girl from Whip My Hair. Oh, can you da-da-da? And I just saw my other friends being able to live and being able to have experiences and being able to make mistakes and not have the whole world know what's going on with them. Um, And so that kind of made me think, like, is this really truly the life that I want to be living. Like I want to actually live. I don't just mm-hmm. want to be like a caricature for the world to look at, yeah. you know? So um, that took a lot of courage to just say, you know what, I'm not going to continue. There were a lot of people who had invested in me. There were projects that were already paid for, scripts that were already written that I had to go back on. Um, I'm surprised that I didn't get sued. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a crazy time. But through that, I was like, okay, now that I'm free of this lifestyle that I don't want to live, now what's the lifestyle I want to live? Mm. Um, and so I was so confused. I kind of went into a, just a spiral of just like depression, desperation. Um, I was self-harming. I was hanging out with people that were just wrong for me. Um, and that lasted for about two to three years. Um, and then I started realizing this is psychotic, literally. Like, I have to stop doing this. This is not, all, this is not the person I want to be either. Mm. Um, so I was like, okay. I hadn't been recording music during that time. Um, so I was like really in the dark. Like no creative outlet, no. Um, you weren't doing anything creative. No, I was really just in the dark. Mm. In the darkness, I should say. And so then I started kind of coming out of my shell and trying to get back into the studio, which felt so like weird and daunting because I was like, what do I make? Like, am Mm. I going to go back and just be like, hey, like, what am I going to do? You know what I mean? Um, So like the first song that I had put out was, it was called Sugar and Spice. You could probably find it somewhere, but um, it was a radio head, a radio head loop. 
Um, and I remember just listening to that and going, I think I think I can continue. Like that little mm-hmm. spark of like inspiration was just like, ooh. <laughs> Ooh, like I think I'm, I think I'm coming back. And so, you know, ever since then, I've just been kind of digging more into that. And as I've gone deeper, just over that time of just, you know, trying different types of music out, learning how to play the guitar, I just really realized that I just want to be in service. Mm -hmm. The only thing that makes, you know, having this lifestyle um, worth it. And for me to feel like I'm, I have a purpose at all and to not fall back into that dark spiral was making music that I felt would inspire people and that mm-hmm. I felt would be in service to others. And that's really the only reason why I feel like I got out of that dark place because people would come to me and tell me, you know, that they were in that same dark space that I was and that my voice brought them out of that. And wow. that would just bring me so much joy and, and just, just make me feel like I had a purpose. Like there's, there's a reason why I have all of these resources and why, you know, people are looking at me and why I'm in the tabloids and all of this. And so it just gave me a reason. And this is just expanding on that reason. Yeah. Um, and, I'm just so excited to to continue to expand that reason and to grow that reason and help that reason spread to others. Um, whew. Thank you. For that is beautiful. That. Thank you for so much for sharing uh, yeah, that. That is beautiful, right? That's 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 phenomenal. It's amazing how you came to that conclusion for yourself that service was where you wanted to be, yeah. and that's at the heart of devotional music. Mm-hmm. Like that is it. So yeah. it's it's incredible to hear you explain just the the natural challenges that come with your experience of life and the kind of back and forth and the recognition of both that I don't want to be this, but I also don't Don't want to be. be, Mm, Exactly. That's, that's, thank you so much for for sharing that. All before the age of 20. I know, yeah. Oh oh yeah, Willow just turned 20. It's a crazy life. (laughs) It's a crazy life, y'all. I love it. And Jadavi, I want to hear from you because so as I was saying before, Janavi and I have known each other for 15 years. Radhi's probably known Janavi for like 10? Uh, since 2012-ish. Okay, no, so. I, no I, I heard Janavi 2010 or right. something. Yeah. So a good 10 years. Yeah, wow. known each other That's for about I was eight. a fangirl. <laughs> yeah. The first time we met, Radhi was like, this is a tattoo I got inspired, inspired by Inspired by your music. Oh, wow. <laughs> and she was like, oh, okay, amazing. <laughs> I love that. She was like, That's not what you're meant to be. <laughs> Uh, but, but you know, Janavi, you grew up in the bhakti tradition. Yeah. And so this music has been a part of your life forever. Yeah. And it's been a part of your soul. But also it was different being someone who's a consumer of it or hearing it, mm-hmm. but then to actually creating and, and sharing it. Like that journey must have been really interesting. Can you share that with us, that transition of growing up listening to it, but then actually being someone who's sharing this tradition and culture so widely? Yeah, yeah. Um well, I grew up uh, being involved in it all the time, every day, really. Um, you know, we would do, I, I attended a school at the temple that was very near to my house. So the school was, you know, we did regular academic subjects, but we also studied the Bhagavad Gita and we did chanting together before we started our school day. So that was very normal, but um, it was it was collective. It was, you know, it was, I wasn't singing on my own or anything. And also... My dad was um, very well known as a singer of kirtan uh, all over 
all over Europe and other countries of the world back in the cassette tape days. The cassettes <laughs> used to be, be everywhere. And, and um, so as I got older, I mean, he was like, you know, he was like a, a hero. He is a hero to me, but we loved his singing. And, mm. and I felt, I mean, I, I always loved music, but as I got older, people would be like, oh, do you sing like your dad? And like, <laughs> like sing, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Willow, you must know nothing about that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. nothing in common, you guys. No, I know. Um, we so I think I, I was I was quite shy as a child, very shy and introverted, and I also felt this pressure that people are like wanting to see if I'm also going to be like my dad, and uh, and so. I just, I was too shy to, to I didn't really know that. I, I knew I could sing because I, I sang, you know, in my in my bedroom, <laughs> in, the, in the shower. and But I didn't know. I, I remember actually, um, I went to regular school for a few years and the fir- my, in my first year of regular school, and this is something we share as well, like a bit of unusual schooling experiences. Totally. But my I, I was so shy and I was, I, it was... Because, you know, growing up with this tradition, I knew that, okay, I'm a little bit different from other other kids. And, you know, I've grown, from the age of four, talking about life and death and mm. the, the body being like a coat that, you know, you take off and put on a new body. <laughs> like, these kind of concepts, reincarnation and karma and kids don't talk about that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah. So I was, I was really, really shy. And the, the school play was, um, the end of year school play was The Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. And my teacher cast me as the cowardly lion. Um, because she, I think she knew that it would help me to, you know, she she could see that I was shy, but I, it would be good for so me to play a role that would kind of bring, bring me out of up. myself. So I remember I had to sing a song on my own on the stage and like, you know, swing my tail around. <laughs> <laughs> and it was this moment where I was like, oh my God, I, I'm singing in front of people. Yeah. And, I, and it's actually, it's nice, you know, but, yeah. but, that, but that was it then for many years. And it wasn't until I was 19, 20, around your age, that I started to uh, lead Kirtan. People were kind of just friends were just encouraging me, and I found that it was something that I felt more and more connected with. But it is um, because it's it's such a um, it's such a deep tradition, and it's a form of prayer, form of worship. Um, it, it is kind of a thing where you have to navigate your ego because it's not it's not a uh, it's not a performance mm. t- uh, genre of music. It's it's a prayer and an offering. So. Um, for many years, I w- I didn't I didn't really identify with being a person to sort of go out in the world and like share this with lots of people. Uh, it was just something I did in, in within my community. But um, by as circumstance goes, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes destiny finds you and 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 you try and push something away. Many times, I think, you know, Jay and I have had probably many conversations over the years (laughs) where I've been like, I just don't know if this is what I meant to do or like, yeah, I do this. You know, that kind of thing where you you keep trying to turn away from something, but it kept coming back to me, kept knocking on my door. Both of us kept on trying to go, no music, (laughs) no music. And it was like, Yes. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like when you have to write um, on a form, you know, occupation, and I would always stop and be like what do I write there? You know, am I, cause I, I, I was a, I, I, I wrote, I did art. I was, I was a dancer, but I didn't want to write 
musician or artist or writer. I just didn't know what to write because I didn't fully identify with being able to say, this is what I am. So yeah, it came, it came bit by bit. And I think one of the big catalysts for me with feeling confident to try to um, accept the role of you know, embracing my my uh, creativity and and engaging it in service of spreading mm-hmm. this type of music more is the fact that um, yoga, meditation, mindfulness, those things over the last ten years became so much more mainstream mm-hmm. than they ever were. And when I was a child, I never would have imagined that would be the case. I thought that that was just the strange way that yeah. I grew up, you know, mm-hmm. and that like kids used to ask me like, so why don't you, you know, like, why are you vegetarian? And what are you, why do you have a name like that? And stuff like that. <laughs> Jeez, kids. <I> know. <laughs> but now it's like, no, this is pretty, it's pretty normal, yeah. especially in LA. It's yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah, it's it's Amazing. been a it's been a journey, but I'm so grateful to be doing this now. It brings me so much fulfillment. There's such a pressure these days for young people, especially to find their purpose mm-hmm. or discover what they want to do for the rest of their lives. And you can see in both of the way you are experiencing, it's kind of not been like that. It's no. it's kind of been much more of this meandering path yes. and kind of getting lost mm-hmm. and then refining and then feeling stuck yes. and then questioning everything and then finding it. And this almost like magical approach to like, I found my purpose or I found my you know calling. Exactly. It doesn't work like that. No. And, and it's nice to see two people who are, creating and artistic but it's kind of coming over time you it's know? such a pro it's such a process mm-hmm. it's such a journey and there's so many internal obstacles that need to be looked at and that need to be worked on until you can step into your calling mm-hmm. until you can step into your purpose fully mm-hmm. um whew, and god knows i'm still trying to step in yes <laughs> i'm still trying to step in <laughs> yeah what would you say are both of your um I don't know, daily things that you do in your lives that help enrich you or uplift you? What are the things that you've started to do? Yeah, I think on a daily basis because I feel like they're the things that really make, you know, a difference if you're doing something Mm. regularly. Consistently. Yeah. Hey, well, uh, I've watched a few of your. No, I haven't. No, <laughs> oh, I haven't. But um, thank you. <laughs> please, please continue. <laughs> well, I, I find um, that daily meditation mm-hmm. yes. daily I practice mantra meditation daily mm-hmm. and that is something that um, I really hold on to like I imagine you know if you take life to be like a river mm-hmm. that is the current is flowing very fast mm-hmm. um, in some of these sacred rivers in India where people uh, they take a dip you know mm-hmm. as a purifying kind of act they have these metal chains that are in the water that you hold on to when you go in to make sure you don't get swept away. <laughs> so I, I, I see the the mantra meditation um, as sort of like this chain to hold on to in the rushing current of life. And it really, even though it's not, it's not easy. I, I know Willow has, you know, a yoga practice you've been cultivating for a long time. To do anything daily is not mm-hmm. an easy not. thing. And you don't always feel like doing it. And sometimes you do it robotically. And then yeah. you're like, oh, you know, I got to come back to, you know, the, the deeper reason of why I'm doing this. But to just keep that commitment, um, it develops a relationship with sacred space within develops a relationship with the divine that Mm. really is it's it's a lifesaver it's it's um 
it gives me inspiration. It gives me sense of connection, and it and it's a meditation. That the particular mantra that I that I recite daily, the meditation is on how can I be of service yes. and a prayer for service. Mm. Please allow me to be of service in this life. So I love how Willow was describing that 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 service. It brings you out of that space because yeah. every day we have to push against yes. our tendency to be self-absorbed mm-hmm. it's like at every moment we tend to be caught in our head thinking about our own worries and things like that and and to turn so that true. around to how can I serve it's it's such a dramatic you know state change mm-hmm. and so for me that helps it helps then you know whether I'm doing one thing or another just to, to keep connecting with that um core reason of why mm. of, of what is yeah what is the purpose of yeah. my existence mm-hmm. to serve it makes things it makes things a lot more simpler and joyful it won't be perfect but it's time to short the circuit don't be nervous run towards the light i need to live for higher purpose someone's knocking on the door from the inside but it's time to short the circuit Don't be nervous, run towards the light I need to live for higher purpose Someone's knocking on the door from the inside I, I'm just going to piggyback off of what, <laughs> yeah. what Janavi said um, Yes, I've been cultivating a yoga practice for about, I want to say two years year and a half oh we see those posts yeah 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 yeah. I want to say two years or a year and a half um and you know another thing aside from meditation that I try to do daily sometimes it doesn't happen (laughs) um I read every day Mm. um right now I'm reading inner engineering Mm. by Sadhguru Mm -hmm. so that's something that I've been putting my time into every day Mm. um so whether it's, you know, literature, yoga, or, or meditation, one of those things is happening every day. Amazing. So I'm, just like Genevieve said, I, I truly believe that that consistency and that repetition is what's needed mm-hmm. in order to get into a state where it is second nature, where you don't have to yeah. think about it anymore, where it's habitual. It's part of you. Exactly. Yeah. And that's that's where I'm trying to be. That's and what I I'm striving th- to. I think what you both are doing, keeping it consistent, that's probably how, you know, you've r- realized what the benefits are, that living a life without it, all, that feels more unnatural exactly. than, than doing the practice. Yeah. And I was also thinking, what was I thinking about when they were speaking? Oh, I was thinking about how, you know, both of your practices are things which people have been doing for years, such an ancient thing that people have been doing. But what's incredible about your music is that it's, I think it's shown so many people who are probably unfamiliar with meditation, unfamiliar with yoga, or see it as something that's so unfamiliar mm-hmm. um, that you know, meditation music or mantra music is for everybody. Like it's such a universal thing that um, so many different types of people can connect to it just by your different backgrounds Mm -hmm. that you two have connected to it in such a different way. Um, And how you're sharing it, it's, yeah, it's beautiful to see how different meditation music and devotional music can actually be and how many different types of people it can can connect. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad you put that bass on it so I can turn uh, it up. And yes. <laughs> See, I knew it. I really needed that. I knew it. I, I love it. The first time I heard it, I was telling Janavi, it was just like... You feel it. It's just all the music, what you've made is it's like that perfect combination between being timeless and pure, yeah. but then being current and relevant. Exactly. Yeah. 
yes. exactly and that. you've created in my in my opinion whatever it's worth like it sounds like a no genre like it's it's new mm, it's different it's it's not you can't just go oh yeah that's that kind of music mm. i wouldn't even put it under meditational no, music yeah. like it's it's beyond that yeah. and i think that you know credit to both of your artistry to be able to expand that much what's different about creating devotional music for both of you mm. and Janavi for you to to stretch out of your comfort zone from a music place of now creating this new genre that you have together so for for Willow for you more like what's what's different about creating devotional music for you from your perspective mm-hmm. and and then Janavi from yours like almost going the other way and like oh now we're creating something a bit newer to what yeah. I'm used to yeah um you know my lyrics that you know in the Willow album and in Artipithecus, my first album, um, you know, I talk a lot about duality. I talk a lot about spirit. Mm. I talk a lot about, you know, cycles. I have a song that's called Cycles <laughs> on, on my first album. Um, but it's very, the language is very modern and it's very, um, what I love about Sanskrit is that it, it's deeper than language. Um, and I think the the real difference is bringing that um, ancient vibration to it that isn't just coming from me. It's coming from generations and generations wow. of of deeply spiritual individuals um, who have carried this on. And I think you know feeling that is is the biggest difference mm. for me because it's not just me coming up with something. Yeah. Wow. Powerful. That's yeah, that really powerful. Yeah, that's incredible to think of it like that. Thank that's you. so well articulated. That's Thank beautiful. You. Thank you. Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy you accept me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I've, I've just been I've been hit by your by your articulation mm. of that. That's so beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. I think it's so interesting because I think for me it, it was almost. I wouldn't say the opposite because naturally we're trying to retain the the purity of devotional Definitely. space, and like with with recording, we set up a little altar yeah. like in this in the studio. Mm. It's it's really nice to have that feel uh, to be a sacred space. That intention, to, like yeah. making it. Yeah, but um, with this EP, because um, most of the time I'm singing mantra, mm-hmm. which. I, which obviously those words are not mine. I'm putting my heart and my prayer into it, but I'm also trusting the power of that uh, ancient vibration, that timeless vibration to touch the heart of another. And then, and for that reason, I don't, I don't take credit when someone has, you know, a powerful experience with it. It's like, oh yeah, that's, that's what it does. That's what it does to me too. So I'm just trying to, you know, be facilitate this experience. But with this uh, album, I definitely was stretching myself because I think just before we came together I was I'd been recently feeling a lot more inspired to to write lyrics in English that convey some of these ideas and and themes definitely. which was daunting for me because it's not something I it's something I hardly ever do let alone record. Mm-hmm. I, I have tons of voice notes in my phone, which will never see the light of day, you know, <laughs> ideas that I've had. But it was so cool because I didn't think we would actually work on those things. But when I showed some of them to Willow, she was so um, encouraging and excited about it. And I was sort of like, well, what do you think? Like you add your lyrics into. She was like, no, I, I love this. I think we should go for it. I was like, really? Really? <laughs> 
And then so to, to actually bring some of those ideas to life, um, for me, that was a beautiful experience of being able to come outside of the space of, okay, this is just mantra. It's not me, but here's this, here's this you know, ancient mm. sound vibration to actually here's some words that I wrote which convey how I want to you know, take a snapshot of this, um, this sentiment, for instance, of surrender mm. or um, what's How you've experienced it. How I've experienced it or, what, or, or what's meaningful to me or to us. Mm. You know? and, and for me, that was a really... Uh, that was extremely powerful. It, mm. I came away being like, "Whoa, I, I didn't know I could do." That. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yes. So it was. Yeah, I'm so grateful for that. Yeah, it was. It was. It was beautiful. Yeah, I could feel. I could feel that that sense of hesitancy. That's why I was like, "Yeah." yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Let's go full flash." Yeah. I was like, "Are you sure?" She's like, "Let's do it." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, "You, you gonna know the the greatness of you today." <laughs> <laughs> Both of you live real lives in the real world. You know, you, you go through your challenges every single day and people who listen to this are going through their own challenges. What's been something that's been really beautiful or powerful for both of you individually that you feel has helped you discover answers at tough times or, or find new directions at tough times? What is it that both of you have turned to in your own life, whether it be musical or not, mm -hmm. that, that you think that, Almost, what is it that people can do to express themselves more? Because it feels like so many of our feelings do get bottled up and, yeah. and do just get thought about inside. What, what has been powerful for you individually? Mm. I mean, yeah. it, might, it might be a little um, unorthodox. <laughs> yeah. But I actually really, really enjoy looking at myself in the mirror mm. and explaining like like telling like having a conversation with myself basically wow. like when I'm when I'm having tough emotions that I feel like I don't want to express to other people or I feel like embarrassed or whatever it is um I always try to like just look at myself and be like no you're valid like explain the full depth of everything that you're feeling mm -hmm. and then look at yourself and like explain back to yourself why why those emotions not why those emotions are okay, but accepting yourself yeah. in a certain way. Um, and, you know, sometimes when the FaceTime doesn't work and people don't answer their phone, you can talk to yourself. <laughs> yeah. And it does work. It does work for me. It does. That's I wonderful. love that. That's me so too. good. Yeah, I've never heard anyone do that in the mirror. I yeah. feel like it's taking really journaling to another level. Because yeah, you're actually definitely. facing yourself, which yeah. I think a lot of the times we are battling with our own self totally. rather than with other people. And so actually like looking at yourself in the mirror and, and, and speaking yeah. to yourself is, is so powerful. It gets yeah. deep. The tears start flowing yeah. and then you start... Yeah. Like, looking at yourself. exactly and you're like dang like i see you like you're we're together in this like we got each other i love that yeah, yeah. that's awesome i hope everyone tries that out this week mm. yeah. anyone who's listening or watching try it out <laughs> i'm being serious it's a good, so, yeah. I, sometimes i feel weird saying it because some no, people not. you know are like that's ridiculous but i've done it no yeah. and I, it has yeah. stopped the tears mm. yeah. wow. that's great yeah, I was thinking as you were speaking that for me, um, writing has always been a powerful one. And it's funny because I, I think of the page being like a mirror. And I think many mm -hmm. people find writing to, to be like that yeah. um, to the point where I remember some difficult points in my life where 
I didn't write for a very long time, for probably two years. I didn't write anything on a page because I was afraid of what would come out and what I would wow. see. Wow. I felt just this complete block, you know. And uh, then to release that to start, I, I always feel such a relief when I put a pen on the paper and start to write. And I was introduced to the practice of free writing some some years ago. There's a famous book called The Artist's Way mm-hmm. by Julia Cameron. And this practice of morning pages um, is something that many people have found a lot of, uh, yeah, just incredible experiences from. So I, I started to do that and um, I still turn to that when I, I mean, I, I try to do it regularly, but it's one, also one of those things you, fo- mm-hmm. you go through phases, you totally. know, but for me, yeah. So writing is, is, is always a huge, huge help. Um, I mean, stating the obvious, I think, you know, kirtan meditation music, of course, but my other huge one, which I think Willow and I share is, is to connect with nature, mm-hmm. just to walk. I mean, I think I try and go for a walk in nature every day and without fail, it's like a balm, it's uplifting. Yes. It brings me back to myself. It sparks ideas and creativity. It's it's just like uh, the, the, the road and the page. They're my two yes. friends that really help me so much. Time to awaken and ask why Hide from the questions that rise deep within. I can't go around again. I can't go around again. Mm, I love that. Yeah, I love that. That's so awesome. And and I guess that's what's inspired a lot of your work. I know, Janavi, whenever you're doing your BBC Pause for Thought sessions, you talk a lot about the environment and climate yeah. change and yeah. and that where where do you see that intersection between like art and the environment or climate change or expression and that? Is there a synergy there or or is it just something that you feel is a different part of you where your care comes from? Mm, I think it's absolutely intertwined. I mean, um, nature is the most beautiful art that we can witness and observe. Mm. I'm so inspired by um, by the natural world. And my mom is a really avid gardener and, <laughs> and lover of, you know, wild plants and herbs. And she sort of brought us up like that to observe and learn about all the properties of, of plants and trees around us. So I'm, I'm kind of obsessed with plants yes. and flowers and people could laugh at me, but it's like, I'm always looking at inspired by the textures, by the shapes, by the... Um, Aromas. By the different aromas, yeah, yeah everything. And so our, uh, nature inspires me creatively immensely. And in terms of caring for nature, I think like like a person, the more you know a person, yes. the more you care. Mm. So the more we observe and connect and feel a sense of relationship with nature, um, that care, it's like, why wouldn't I care? Exactly. Um, that mm. it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful exchange. It nourishes I, me. Exactly. Absolutely. There's a mutual exchange of nourishment going mm. on. And I think also w- with the particular um, type of creativity and art, you know, the, the, the questions that I'm asking or that we're asking about service, about divinity, these, these, kinds of, uh, of these kinds of things, they bring us also closer to our deepest essence, yes. which I believe is, is meant to be in harmony with nature. Mm. So the more, that you, the more that you're coming into that space, again, it just becomes a very natural connection mm. to feel. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of a nature addict. Yes. 
And I and I I know like when I visited Willow in her home, you know, there's such a beautiful view of the ocean, and it's like, it's it's just a, a it's a part of you, right? Yeah, one hundred percent. I have to. I would. I I think a significant decline in my mental health would happen yeah. if I were to live in a city. Yeah. Um, or, I mean, I do live in a city, but if I were to live like amongst buildings yeah. exactly yeah. um like i need to wake up and see trees i need yeah. to just one tree exactly at least one at least one, yeah. at least one. <laughs> i yeah. i need it's i'm a nature addict what can i say yeah. just like you yeah um and that's definitely one of the biggest healing agents in my life 100 percent. yeah, yeah. well we've been talking about this for the past couple of days about how you see this connection between spirituality and science Ooh, and physics yes. and spirituality. Now that's going to get going. You know, and, and uh, you're, you're, you've always been very much talking about like science and physics and like, mm-hmm. but then you're also really interested in spirituality. Yes. Tell us about how you started to see so early in your life the connection and synergy between the two. Yes. Because I think so often they're talked about so separately. Or 100%. They're seen as like divisive or disconnected. Exactly. And, yeah. Um, I think one of the the biggest to- the biggest moments in my life that made me really move towards this um, marriage of of spirituality and science was, um, you know, I had been reading a lot of spiritual literature. Um, I had been reading a lot of Osho, a lot of I read this one book called Oneness by mm. I think. Rasha? Ram? Rasha, I think, or Rama. Um, But it's called Oneness. Mm. Um, And that book changed my life forever. And just the idea of vibration um, and that everything is vibration really hit me because I am a musician and Mm. music is like the biggest love of my life. Mm -hmm. Um, And then learning about string theory Mm. was... (laughs) 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 Just opened my mind into such a place that it was like, these two things are the same. Mm. Like people think that they're separate and in some ways they are, but in the fundament, they're just two sides of the same coin. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that inspired me to just dive really deep into the physical world and just how things work. And that's how I um, just got into physics and started studying physics. Um, And, you know, I haven't been been studying more of the spiritual lane recently <laughs> it's hard it's it's hard I will say to study them deeply at the same time um but I I study them separately deeply and I go back and forth mm. and then try to figure out how to bring them together <laughs> in some way but in my life you know I'm, I'm constantly I'm constantly relating um my spiritual experiences with you know, all of the scientific things that I've read or, you know, just being in physics class and telling my physics teacher like, oh, you should read this book. And he's like, okay, <laughs> I'm a physics teacher. I'm not, yeah. I'm not a metaphysics teacher. Um, so I just, I just want to continue to just get more intelligent and, and more intelligent while also losing my ego, mm. I think is where I'm trying to go, which is kind of... Um, counterintuitive yeah <laughs> but i think it is possible absolutely, yeah. absolutely. and intelligence and in service exactly mm. and so that's that's really just i have lots of goals <laughs> um, but that's one of them save the world <laughs> exactly yes i have lots of goals um but they all give me joy and and 
really just my curiosity for both makes makes life just exciting. Mm. You know, those those two things just make my life feel exciting to me. Yeah. yeah. I actually think that 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 paradox is what makes it exciting. Yes. If your pursuit was only to become intelligent, you'd get bored. Exactly. And if your pursuit was only to remove ego, it wouldn't be as exciting. Exactly. It would be quite tough. And so actually both Those of them two. together is mm-hmm. is a beautiful path and 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 often the path that can only be walked when you do both paths 100%. to re- to really get it right so 100%. i love that mm. i love that what were you going to ask <laughs> Um, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I want to I add something. That's also oh, yeah, why yeah. I really admire you, Jay, because you, while also having been a monk for five years, three, three years, <laughs> you are also one of the most intelligent people I know. Um, and that's so inspiring to see that you can do both and that both can be done. Um, it just inspires me to do it. It just inspires me to try to actually... To try to actually put that into my own life, mm. um, and I'm just so happy that you're you're in my life, so that I can I can see you grow and and constantly learn from you, mm. and that's oh. really amazing to me. <laughs> oh, you're the sweetest! I'm like, I'm like getting all emotional now. But <laughs> now we're just no. gonna all be crying. Yeah, 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 yeah. no, I, I love that. I really no, I'm appreciate. Your fan. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was like Willow's forty-year-old grandma inside her talking. I was I like, I'm just so proud to see you. I know. I love it. I love, I love it. it. No, I really appreciate that from you. It's, you know, it's, I, th- I think we both have a lot more in common than we know too. Yeah. Totally. And we're kind of discovering it recently. I love so, seeing you guys have yeah. a conversation. Yeah, so I'm just like, yeah. oh yeah, I can learn a lot. And that's why, yeah, I, I think what we all were talking about yesterday is, and I think why we all like being around each other is, and, and why who, everyone who's listening or watching, I'm hoping that this is encouraging you to connect with like-hearted people, mm-hmm. uh, connect with uh, and collaborate with people yes. that you're close to because... Mm-hmm. When you can be yourself and you don't have to apologize by asking for permission to say something or expressing who you are and you welcome that, mm-hmm. I think that's the kind of community that we're all looking for. 100%. Where, where people just try. Is it right try- to say Sadhusanga? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there we go. Sadhusanga. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it out. Breaking oh, wow. out the Sanskrit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So Sadhusanga, for those who don't know, Willow's now going to give the definition. No. Willow's going to give it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, 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 I'd love you to explain It's basically your spiritual family, mm-hmm. you know, the like-minded yeah. individuals around you that facilitate your growth towards pure love for God. And that is, that's fire in my eyes. <laughs> Just, I want to do a mic drop. But yeah, exactly. Not- <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, we end every series with a fill in the blank and a final five. So fill in the blank is as it. <laughs> I do this all the time. You need so, to do this together. Fill it, fill it, I know. I fill, in, it. fill in the blank is as it is. We'll read out a sentence for both of you mm-hmm. and you both will fill in the blank. Okay. We've got different ones for both I'm of gonna you. I'm going to add some too. Okay. <laughs> and, th- and then we're going to do a final five. So we'll start with fill in the blank and uh, you do Willow, I'll do Janavi. Okay. Making music is about unlocking people's hearts. Peace is found. When... when my actions are in alignment with my values and mm. my heart. Mm. Mm. Love so that. Lovely. I want my listeners to. <laughs> I want my listeners to break down 
in dance <laughs> with the love of God. Hey. <laughs> That's what I want. I love that. Like that massive dance party we had before yes. before COVID. Oh, yes. Uh, yes, before yeah. COVID. Okay. Uh, music allows me to... Fly. Mm. <laughs> Vulnerability allows me to... Be strong. Mm. The yeah. word rise is about... Mm. Moving up, going into my heart and... Um, like we said in the song, don't hide from the questions within that rise within. Hide from the questions that rise deep within. That's, that, is, that is really good though. It's like, yeah, questions arise inside and we just try and, yeah. we always try and push them down. Yeah. yeah, I love that. I wish I knew 10 years ago that. Ooh. Ooh. Other people's opinions don't matter. Hey. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, January. 2020 has allowed me to create as I haven't before in the past. Uh, well, Willa, creativity is about... Creativity is about expressing oneself entirely. Mm. Mm. Love that. Collaboration is about... Listening. Mm. Yes. Amazing. Yes, Jonavi. Yes. Love that. Um, awesome. We'll I feel move. cute when. <laughs> <laughs> this one's obviously not on the list. From Jay's uh, list of questions. <laughs> <laughs> I feel cute when Prema is coming onto me. Yeah, I'm loving God. <laughs> Jonavi, you feel cute when? I feel cute when I'm around Roddy. Yes. <laughs> what have you done to this interview? <laughs> I think it ended it really well. <laughs> okay, so these are the final five. That was very good, by the way. Brand Fantastic. Of you guys. Uh, final five. So these have to be answered in one word or one sentence maximum. Ooh. And they're the same questions for both of you. Okay. okay. What is the biggest lesson that you've learned this year? Detachment. Nice. Mm, beautiful. The power of community. Mm, mm. Love that. Okay, the second question is, oh, this is one of my favorite questions I ask on the show. So what do you know to be absolutely true, but a lot of people may disagree with you on? Oh, what do you know to be absolutely true? And what is it that you're so confident about and so sure about in your life, but a lot of people may disagree and they may not, oh. they may not necessarily understand? Self-love is the most important love. Mm. Nice. But I don't know if anyone would disagree. Mm. I'd say uh, connection with spirit and divi the divine is essential for a purposeful life. Mm. Mm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can see people disagree. disagree. Yes, I can. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, the third question is, um, if you could set one law that everyone had to follow in the world, wow. what would it be? It's either treat people the way you want to be treated mm. or treat people with the utmost respect mm. at all times, mm. no matter what. Mm. Um, I feel like that would help a lot of the wars yeah. and a lot of the inequality that goes mm. on. Mm. Yeah. Thank that. you. Yeah. Wonderful.
wonderful answer. I want Willow's Laws, but also <laughs> <laughs> um, I was thinking a lot. I don't know how this would actually be manifest or policed, but um, a law to about being truthful and mm. honest. Can you imagine if yeah. everyone yes. had to be truthful? If there had times. to be integrity to one's word. Yeah. What a place the world would look like, with along with Willow's laws of love and respect. Yeah. Okay, so two two more questions left. Fourth question is: What is your personal favorite song on the EP, and why? So you can be over one sentence, obviously. I'd have to say "Born to Give," mm. just because the instrumentation. Um, it's like when do you ever hear a guitar solo? Mm. On top of a on top of a mantra mm. that's being repeated, like mm. we're saying Sachit Ananda, electric like over guitar, and over, electric guitar that. solo. Oh yeah, that while is. Sachit Ananda <laughs> is being repeated, um, I just was like, I'd never heard anything like that. So I was like, I really love this moment. Mm. I, I think that would be my favorite song. Mm. I love that. That's cool. That's a cool reason. Go yeah, on, it's really. I mean, honestly, I actually do love them all equally, but Gajendra mm. or Let Go is one of my favorites because um, I love the story that it's connected to, which is from the Bhakti tradition. And uh, this this theme of surrender is is so meaningful to me, but to, to express it in, in English lyrics. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I just love it. Mm. And I love, the, I love this bridge. A lot of people have been posting themselves oh, singing. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I just, I just love that. I was telling Willow that I, a couple, uh, like few weeks before we met up, I, um, I watched Hamilton when it mm. went streaming on- online, and I was so inspired by the the lyrics and the way that the the, the music was composed and constructed. And I think that was in my in head mind. a little bit when I mm. wrote this. So yeah, I love that song. Uh, yeah. And lastly, the most important one. Both of you do an impression of each other from your experience in uh, the studio. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, perfection, perfection. Literally me. Right. I feel like that would be such a vibe. Yeah, yeah that's me. And then, and then when I'm like on the keyboard trying to find the sound, trying to be like, okay. <laughs> I could... I could see that maybe. <laughs> I could see that. And I'm like, okay, she doesn't like this. Let's move on. My favorite Willow is that hits differently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah. really it's hits different. different. Yesterday when we were talking about the Bhagavad Gita, I was like, oh, I kept on saying that. I was like, oh, that, that hits hit different. different. Yeah. Oh, that is different. It's a great statement. Uh, I love it. Everyone, Willow and Janavi, go and listen to the Risey people. We'll put the link everywhere. Please, please, please go and check it out. It's it it's will a transform beautiful your heart, experience. Open it and fill it with so much joy. Yes! <laughs> but no, we really want you to go check it out. And uh, thank you so much for listening today. Thank you so much. And if you don't already, go and follow Willow and Janavi on Instagram and tag us when you share it. Tag them when you share it because yeah. we want to hear you guys singing along. <laughs> we want to see you finding your peace, finding your calm. And so please, please, please tag them when you share it because they'll be looking out. Yes. We'll be looking out. And we're so grateful again to have you here on purpose. Thank you so much. Thank Big you. thank you to Radhi, my co-host, for, for doing this with me today for with me. our She's two dear friends. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Made the cup. Make her a regular. <laughs> thank you, guys. This Thanks, was amazing. Guys. Thank you. Oh, this is
This podcast was produced by Dust Light Productions. Our executive producer from Dust Light is Misha Youssef. Our senior producer is Juliana Bradley. Our associate producer is Jacqueline Castillo. Valentino Rivera is our engineer. Our music is from Blue Dot Sessions. And special thanks to Rachel Garcia, the Dust Light Development and Operations Coordinator. <laughs>